Our first reading is taken from the letter of Paul to the Christian Assembly in Rome, from the first verse up to the 16th verse of the 12th chapter. We are reading the NRSV English translation. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, on the basis of God's mercy, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable act of worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the encourager in encouragement, the giver in sincerity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord, Rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, pursue hospitality to strangers, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another, do not be arrogant, but associate with the lowly, do not claim to be wiser than you are. Our second scripture reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, from verse 20 up to the 28th verse of the 20th chapter. We are also reading the New Living Translation, or NLT. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with their sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? he asked. She replied, In your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? Oh yes, they replied, we are able. Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My Father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us today. May the words we receive inspire us, comfort us, and challenge us. Amen. For today, uh, the preaching is about mass social structure. No? Perfectionism demanded by empire. So even if, even if we have individual tendencies towards arrogant, self-righteousness, ini-imagine natin sarili natin as yung pinaka better and best than other people. There is a social structure. 
there's a social, political, economic structure and culture that that pushed us or molded us to be to have those tendencies and to be that way. At tulad ng nabanggit last week, ikikerry over ko this week. Perfectionism is first taught at home and in school. You are rewarded and applauded when you get a perfect score or a high mark sa quiz, sa test, or sa exam. You are celebrated when you graduate with honors, lalo na if you graduate as valedictorian or salitutorian. At may patarpolin pa minsan. Diba? In some communities, some families, may patarpolin. Valedictorian yung anak ko. Ganyan. Diba? Um, isasabit sa gate o sa padel ng bahay for all the barangay to see. Tapos may pahanda. So, kaya nga sabi sa article ni Sharon Martin, which was mentioned last week, um, the root of perfectionism is believing your self-worth is based on your achievements. Na yung value mo as a person comes only from what you produce. What you become. Perfectionism starts at home. Ibalik ko lang yung chika ni Sharon Martin. And I quote, Perfectionism is encouraged in some families. Sometimes parents knowingly or unknowingly establish perfection as the standard. Mistakes are also harshly punished in these families. The punishment may be severe, even abusive. It is conveyed to the child in words or actions that mistakes will not be tolerated. And for LGBT people, being LGBT is in itself already a mistake. Kaya, hence, the punishment to some LGBTs. As a church that claims to be progressive and one of the values that we practice, later, mababanggit sa later part, we practice critical thinking. So, we must also be aware and understand that different ways of perfectionism has been practiced, encouraged, and manifested in our families as part of a larger socio-political and historical system that's go- that goes all the way back to the Roman Empire, what many call the traditional family or normative family, goes all the way back to the Roman Empire, the enduring legacy of the Roman Empire. At sila na-review nila yon, di ba, kahapon. Na-discuss yun, di ba? Patria. Okay. Patrifamilus. Ay, hindi. Imperial. Imperial lang. Okay. The Roman Empire. So it is an enduring legacy, or more correctly, it's of the persistent curse that has reached us even today. So marami sa mga ganap natin today, marami mga, whether aware tayo or hindi tayo aware, Western democracy, including the Philippine de- democracy, patterned after the West, is an enduring legacy, or even a curse, of the Roman Empire 2,000 years ago. The social order of Rome and of today. No? Sa social order na yan, the father. The father as the head of the family. And then the emperor as the father of fathers. So in the Greco-Roman Empire, the young man is expected to excel in athletics and combat, philosophy and rhetoric the management of one's household and enterprise. 
You are to reflect and emulate the excellence and the perfection of the emperor, the father of fathers. This, en this entire culture and social-political consciousness that privileges perfection through male excellence is also based on hierarchy, dominance, and conquest. Pero ang akala natin, that is all in the past. It's also here, now, and today. Examples para maintindihan natin. For those na nagtatrabaho na sa corporate. What I have noticed and realized sa seven years kung, so before I became a pastor, I worked sa corporate, no? Seven years ako nagtrabaho. Ang observation ko with, sa akin and with friends mismo, Isang uri ng perfectionism ay, ay first and foremost is physical. What constitutes as the perfect or ideal physical? Napansin ko, promotions and pay hikes sa mga kumpanya are almost always first and foremost someone who is male and guapo. Tama ba? Tama ba sa mga nagtatrabaho na sa corporate? Diba? One time, I worked for a company where the vice, pre vice president for operations barely graduated from college in was 28 years old. Matangkad. Super duper pogi. Maputi. <laughs> And so I noticed that the first and foremost consideration in promoting someone in leadership role is someone who looks like a Greco-Roman god. Someone who looks like the emperor and has an emperor-like attitude. Charismatic, oozing with confidence and sex appeal. The first perfection required is the perfection of the physical and the social, and primarily male. Anything that is not within that would be considered less. Puntahan naman natin ang excellence or productivity. Promotion based on excellence and productivity is based on two things. Yeah, competition. Competition and process. Alawa. Yung kasing productivity is based on competition. So it, it's not even productivity, it is competing to be the most productive. And so, you have, ano to? Productivity is based on competition where you need to show that you can do better and more than the other person to such an extent that you have to slave yourself to prove that you are the better person. Mag-overtime ka ng walang pay, ng bonggang-bongga, to outshine the, com the competitor sa trabaho. Kahit hindi na makatao, basta't ma-promote ka lang. Well, lalo na kung hindi ka pa maganda ayon sa standards of the Roman legacy. Paano na? 
This version of competition in corporations and perhaps the kind of competition culture we have is our version of the Roman conquest. To dominate, to climb the corporate ladder while kicking others to fall from the ladder. It is not even about excellence and productivity per se. It is primarily competition, conquest, and climbing the hierarchy. Sa mga akla, sa LGBT, pagalingan at pagandahan. At minsan, death-defying. Diba? Sa, dra- sa drug, uh, tawag dito, some of the drug performances, mas death-defying, mas bet ng mga audience na ako ng mga LGBT rin. Diba? Kakain ng bubog, uh, nakasabit sa magsisplit pababa, ganyan. May mga ganyan kung hindi nyo pa nakakita. No? Minsan, minsan dapat ang immersion din, Miss Jean, sa ano eh, O-bar. Mag, 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 oh, makita nyo yung... May drag brunch naman. Ah, sa nectar, mas social. Sa nectar. So, sa mga akla, pagalingan, pagandahan. Ako ang mas magaling. Ako ang mas matalino sa iyo. Ako ang mas sosyal. Ako ang mas may class. Ako ang mas maraming body count. Ako ang mas magaling. Ako, ayoko na sabihin to. <laughs> ano yung karanasan ko kasi ito nung, nung high school. Nung, nung high school ako, sa isang school dyan sa Mandaluyong, all boys school. Hindi ko na pangalanan. Malibel ako. Ah... Uh, <laughs> Bawat, bawat, bawat batch, you know, bawat grade 6, grade 7, first year high school, bawat batch mayroong group of gays. Uh, may click. Because we navigate towards each other. Eh. And then, bawat gay group mayroong alpha gay or yung queen bee. No? Mean girl. Hindi ako yon. I was not a queen bee. Yung, yung best friend ko yung queen bee sa amin. No? Tapos, uh, may, may pa body count yan. May pa-body count. Kung sino yung best, best, ano? Uh, best with the boys. Ganyan. So, I'm the alpha gay. The queen bee of this school or this barangay. Ako ang mas maganda kasi naagaw ko ang jowa niya. Mga ganyan. Diba? At, at meron pa niyan before. Yun nga, paunahang ma-channelin yung pinaka-pogi. Kasi, hindi na-counted yon or nakakadiri ka na pag chinenelin mo na yung na-chenelin ko. Oh, ganyan. Basura na ng ibas kinuha mo pa. Mga ganyan. Ang ganitong mga behaviors and attitudes and practices within our social and corporate circles na mostly hindi tayo aware, ay may malalim na hugot at pinanggagalingan. Bukod sa, self, bukod sa self-awareness, we also have to have social socio-political awareness of why we live in a world of male privileging, competition, and hierarchies. Why women have to do more to be promoted. Why LGBT have to do triple more to be promoted. Dahil ito ang pinakaugat at kaluluwa ng oppression at ka- kaapihan. An entire cultural, social, and political system that would want us to believe and continue to practice perfection based on competition and 
hierarchical domination. Bakit? Kasi it, also, it is all around us. And it is in the very fabric of the almost everything we do and everywhere we go. Most basic of which sa bahay, sa school, sa corporate na trabaho, or negosyo. At maski sa mainstream and dominant churches. Kung bakit, in some churches, lalaki lang ang pwedeng maging pari o pastor. Our gospel reading today is a direct reaction and resistance against the Roman social order and hierarchy. The reason Jesus was killed is because he was offering an totally, a totally different social order. And why the early Christians got killed. Our gospel reading today is a direct reaction and resistance against the Roman social order and hierarchy. Those who lead are the ones who must serve and must be willing to give their lives for their people. The Roman society says the one who leads is the one on top, served, glorified, and privileged, worthy of the wealth of the people, the wealth that the people worked for, or the wealth of the conquered peoples. Even in the Jewish mindset, as expressed in the gospel story, yung mga disipulo ni Jesus and their parents, yung nanay, genuinely believe that Jesus of Nazareth is the Messiah who will expel the Roman occupiers. Kasi ang Messiah in the Jewish thinking is not spiritual. The Messiah is a political person, a liberator, similar to Moses and to David, who will defeat the enemies of the people, the Jewish people. So naniwala sila na itong klaseng Messiah si Jesus, yung kanyang mga disciples, who will expel the Roman occupiers and would establish a new Jewish kingdom. They are thinking that Jesus would be the new Jewish king. And therefore, they, the disciples, yung inner circle niya, yung apostles, they would be the new Jewish lords and governors of the Jewish people who will have power, wealth, and privilege. No, sabi nung nanay doon sa uh, gospel reading natin sa Matthew kanina, sabi, let my sons be in places of honor and power, one at your right and one on your left. Yun yung request niya. Now, I wouldn't totally say that Jesus did not think about the expulsion of the Roman occupiers. Kasi ang, ang, ang chika, marami interpretations, oh, hindi naman talaga mag-establish ng, ng political kingdom si Jesus. Hindi naman talaga niya paaalisin yung Roman Empire. But I don't think that Jesus was totally not into the idea of remove, removing the Roman occupiers. There are scholars who propose that Jesus was indeed a messianic revolutionary who may have really organized a movement to overthrow the Roman occupation and the incumbent temple priesthood allied with the occupiers. He might have thought about 
about that and may have indeed set out plans to do so. Let's rethink the constant chica that Jesus was not political and did not wish to establish a political kingdom. He may very well did, but not in the same manner or same kind of kingdom as the Roman Empire or other empires of the past. Jesus, I think, coming from the prophetic tradition and knowing well the heart of the Jewish covenant law, saw that, that the problem is much deeper. Mas malalim yung problema rather than paalisin ang mga occupiers. Mas, marami, mas malalim ang problema than simply alisin ang mga Chinese sa West Philippine Sea. That a kingdom on earth must not be the same as the other kingdoms of earth where leadership is based on competition and conquest between the powerful and those who can assert through violence. Kingdom is not about competition or hierarchy for Jesus. Leadership and kingdom is not based on outshining each other's excellence, beauty, or productivity. It is not about who sits on the right, who sits on the left, and who's the queen at the center. And yet, exactly the opposite is what most of us do. It is exactly the opposite kind of leaders we look for and we vote for. It is exactly the kind of leader most of us want to become. To be the powerful, the most beautiful, the strongest, and the smartest above everyone else. But that's not what Jesus is saying. In the kingdom of Jesus, Basileia, the Greek word Basileia, leadership is about service and not personal gain or glory. Leadership is not about outshining the other, but making sure we recognize and encourage each other's light. Diba sabi ni Jesus, you are the light of the world. Lahat kayo ay liwanag at lahat kayo ay dapat magliwanag at magningning, hindi lang si Queen B ang magniningning. After all, there is no way to outshine light. Pwede mag-outshine yung ilaw sa ilaw. Light is light and they dissolve into one another. Leadership is not about others serving you and dying for you like the Roman Emperor. It is you serving and dying for your people. That's the example of Jesus. And for the greater cause, although the better version of this is that, ito yung palay kong naging chika before, if every single person is willing to die for each and every other person, then no one would have two. Gets natin? It, if all of us are willing to die for the person next to you, then no one in the world would have to die. And then the world will finally know and experience genuine peace. The problem that Jesus wanted to address is not simply expelling the Roman Empire and re replacing it with a Jewish Empire. 
and bring back the good old golden days of David and Solomon. Which, by the way, historians and archaeologists and other biblical scholars tells us was not really a golden age at all. Parang nung 1970s lang. <laughs> Kasi ang chika, yung kingdom of David and Solomon was the Jewish golden age. But when archaeologists and historians studied it, it was not. Jesus wanted a new and different kingdom where there is no competition but rather communal cooperation, community cooperation. Jesus envisioned a new and different kingdom where there are no longer enemies because even enemies are people we must love, feed, and pray for. And when there is conflict, Jesus saw a kingdom or wanted a kingdom where there is a matured way of communicating of forgiveness and reconciliation. Kasi, wala naman talagang perfect. Talagang meron at meron mag-aaway. Maski sa mga barkada, may nag-aaway. But are you matured enough to talk about it? Jesus wanted a kingdom where the poor and those who seek justice are the ones who are truly blessed. Blessed are the poor. And the peacemakers are the true children of God and not the emperor. A kingdom where there is always room for grace and redemption, even for those who, were, who have lost their way, instead of punishment and torture. A kingdom where everyone shared everything in common and gave according to each one's need, eating and praying together with glad and thankful hearts, as practiced by the early Christians told to us in Acts 2 and Acts 4. As compared to a kingdom, to the Roman kingdom, the Roman Empire, where a few live in luxury and comfort while other people are hungry and thirsty, while other people are overworked and underpaid, or worse, others live in comfort and luxury while other people are constantly displaced, homes are taken, neighborhoods are bombed, civilians tortured, tortured, and children killed. All the conflicts and problems in the world today can be traced back to the system of empire that demands and encourages perfection through domination and competition. It is all around and it is within each one of us to recognize this and to recognize it, especially when you wish to rise and succeed. To recognize your tendency to rise and succeed. And will you do so by defeating a fellow human being? So I want to end this preaching today. Perfection Demanded by Empire, in your title. I wanted to end with the letter of Paul to the Romans. After the historical Jesus, Christian communities continued to live, grow, and move around the Roman Empire. So nung wala na si Jesus, nagpatuloy ang mga early Christians to go to be established in different churches, no? 
And some of those sinulatan ni Paul. No, they were all over the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire surrounded them. The Roman culture, the Roman system, the hierarchy uh, surrounded them. Dito natin maiintindihan the theological and practical problems that the Apostle Paul faced in different Christian communities na medyo naiimpluwensyahan ng Roman socio-political system. The early Christian communities themselves were starting to adopt the hierarchies of the Roman culture when it began as a total reversion, kabaliktaran ng Roman system. So as years continued, unti-unti silang na-adopt ang Roman system. You know, the early Christian communities themselves were starting to adopt the hierarchies of the Roman culture around them. When some of them, and this is in the letters of Paul, I am more spiritual or I am more holy because I can speak in tongues. Nasa letters ni Paul yun. I am a better Christian because I am the leader of this church community. I am above everyone else because I have the gift of healing. No, there was community and spiritual competition and arrogance. And it was starting to take root among the early Christian communities. And particularly in the Church of Rome and in the Church of Corinth. Kasi doon siya maraming chika, ang daming kudani Paul doon sa Church of Rome and Church of Corinth. Siyempre, nasa, nasa center ng ano eh. Doon sila mismo nakatira sa sentro ng Roman Empire eh in the city of Rome itself, the eternal city. And I think, a little bit with Ephesus. Nakaka-problema rin sa Ephesus. And so, the brilliant Jewish theologian that Paul is, Paul told the Roman Christians and the other early Christians in Corinth that every single one is a member a body part of the body of Christ. And no one is more preferred, more honorable, or more perfect, or above others. He admonished them to see each other as equals with unique gifts according to the purpose of the work of God that was entrusted to them. So, sa aking pagsasara ng preaching na ito, there is no further explanation or interpretation of what the Apostle Paul says to the Roman Christians. It is already a good reference or guide. But mind you, it was not intended for us 2,000 years after. But whenever we feel that we are better or above someone else, whenever we think that success means using others as a stepping stone, whenever we are in a situation where our achievement or the wealth we will acquire comes from someone else, and still think, we are above everyone, then this is a good reminder from the letter of Paul 2,000 years ago. This is also a particular reminder of Paul to Open Table MCC. So I read the letter of Paul to the Romans to close. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, on the basis of God's mercy, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, 
which is your reasonable act of worship. Do not conform, kung dadagdagan ko, do not be conformed to the standards of competition in this world, in this age. But be transformed by the renewing of the mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, as I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Bakla, wag mong masyadong Huwag ka masyadong mapagmataas, basically, sabi ni Paul. For as in one body, we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. In short, pantay-pantay tayong lahat, tayo ay magkakasama. Walang mas maganda o mas magaling. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith. Ministry in ministering. The teacher in teaching. The encourager in encouragement. The giver in sincerity. The teacher in teaching. The leader in diligence. The compassionate in cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. So, wag kang wag mong i-honor yung sarili mo, but outdo one another in honoring the other person. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Pursue hospitality to the strangers, the people you do not know. Bless those who persecute you. Pero mahirap yun minsan, di ba? Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Especially your LGBT friends. Live in harmony with one another, even if you are different. Do not be arrogant, but associate with the lowly. Do not, talaga, do not claim to be wiser than you are. Tanchika ko last week. Yes, we have to excel. Yes, we have to achieve. Yes, we have to be productive. Yes, we have to be beautiful. But we have to be aware of the ways that this world is trying to make us isolated and enemies to one another. And like Jesus and the early Christians, we have to resist the system and the culture of competition. And domination. In the name of Jesus, who came to serve and not to be served.